Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello everyone, this is Netalina, your host and the founder for the Rise Up For You podcast. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I hope you had an incredible week. Today we are going to be talking on dating and relationships with Lisa Copeland. She is known as the expert on over 50s dating. She's the Amazon best-selling author of The Winning Dating Formula for Women Over 50 and a regular Huffington Post contributor. Her passion is showing women around the world how to find love again with a good man. Learn the five little known secrets to finding quality man. And today, she's going to be talking with us about dating, give some tips and relationships, and this is pertinent to anyone, even if you're not 50 or above. We dive into some real serious topics and figure out how it is that we can find the right partner for us in our love life. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Thank you for joining me, Lisa, today. I'm honored to have you on the show, and I always like to start the show off by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I would be happy to. So I'm a dating coach who helps women over 50. I show them how to find love again by coming to a deeper understanding of themselves and the men they want to date, because that's really the secret to finding love, way more than writing a profile. Right. So so the way I got involved in it was I was married twice, and between my two marriages, I was also in a two-year relationship. And as that man and as my second marriage ended, they both said to me, Lisa, you don't know how how to let a man be a man. And I thought, they're crazy. I get along with men really well. But they were right. I didn't. Because in my first marriage, because we married so young, I was 21, we had definite roles that we created. Some of the roles were more masculine roles, but it was worked out within the marriage. Right. So when I came out of that 24-year marriage, I was like, oh, I am woman. Let me roar. I'll, I'll just do it all. And... I did not make space to need a man in my life because I could do it all. And most women can and men need that space in their, they need to know you have space in their life for them to help you. Right. So, um, when they said this, I was like devastated. My, my second marriage ended and I thought I cannot fail again. So I went looking for a coach and coaches were really young. I was 50 and coaches were in their twenties and thirties. And I thought, that's like talking to my kids. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I call my sister in tears and I say, oh my God, I think I'm going to be a failure in my whole life at relationships. And she said, Lisa, you are so resourceful. Don't let this get you. Just start researching. You're really good at that. And that's really what I did. First, I started with men and I began learning about men. And then I started learning more about all the different aspects of over 50s dating, and I applied it in my own life. And 
I started having a great time dating and my friends are going, what are you doing? Because they were miserable. Right. And so I taught them some things and they started having fun. And that's where I took it into a business. And now I help women from around the world find love again after 50. I have an Amazon best-selling book called The Winning Dating Formula for women over 50. I have a website where you can get a great free report called The Five Little Known Secrets for finding quality men after 50 at findthequalityman.com. So I went from this vulnerable, helpless 50-year-old woman to now really in a great relationship myself and helping women find love again, which is what they want. That's incredible. So why do you think it's so hard to find the right person? And how do we make it easier on ourselves? Because a lot of times we're the one that's getting in the way of finding that person. We definitely are. Well, I mentioned this a couple of minutes ago when I said it really starts with knowing who you are and your value you bring to the table and understanding men. A lot of women think that it starts with a profile and it does not because your profile means nothing if you're not clear on what you're bringing bringing and if you're not clear on the man you want. So many women think they know what they want but they really don't, and they don't know what's going to make them happy. They use what I call high-value qualities to determine if a man is right for them. And high-value qualities mean things like really good looks and a lot of money. But what's behind those might be a man who doesn't share your same values, who doesn't uh, treat you well. So a lot of women choose men based on the wrong qualities. Yeah. And I also find that, and I went through this myself, is that a lot of times when we get a little bit older and I'm not 50, but I'm over 30 and I got into the dating and love world later, Uh that we know what we want and we're clear about what we want, but sometimes we just want to be in a relationship or to be loved so bad that we sacrifice those and then it come back and it bites us in the butt a little bit. (laughs) Well... Uh, We know what we want, but it's not necessarily what will make you happy in the long run. Right. And that's a huge issue. I mean, because most women, like I said, they want those high value qualities. They think that will make them happy. But what they really need to make them happy now, it's different when you're under 30 and your hormones are kicking in because you want a baby. That's a whole different way of looking at men than when you're over 50 because When you're younger, you're looking for someone who looks good to you because you need, from the caveman days, someone who can give you children that will be strong enough to live. Mm. And we still, our DNA is still in that. And when you're over 50, you're really looking for someone who can be supportive emotionally for you. Right. And can be there for you. It's not a building time like it was in your 20s. In your 20s, you're building your, you know, the house, the job, the dog, the career, the kids. In your 50s, it's supporting with parent issues, supporting with kid issues, supporting with just living life and having fun. It's a great time to just have fun. And you want to find someone you can have fun with. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. I like how you kind of broke those two up because we have, you know, there's a lot of women that listen that are both in their 20s and in their 50s. So that's, yeah. that's a great perspective there. 
So should we be stressed about our age? I mean, I really think it does start before 50, but I think women, once they get into the 30s, if they haven't found somebody or they're not dating, I feel like 30 and above is when they start to stress about dating and then they start to lose sight a little bit of what they're doing and what they want. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think when you're in your 30s, those hormones are calling and it's like you feel like a clock is ticking and it's running out. And I think the stress comes from that. Mm. For women over 50, the stress comes from, will I spend the rest of my life alone? And there are different stress factors there. In either case, how do you control that stress? How do you not let it bring you down and make you depressed or get into your head about being alone? Well, regardless of whatever age you're at, you need a life that you love. And you need to create an independent life with passionate things that you enjoy doing. Because what happens when you do that, remember I said it's so important to understand yourself that that is far more important than your profile that you put out there. Can you just clarify for our audience, what exactly do you mean by profile? Online dating profile. Online dating profile. Okay. Yes. Your online dating profile. When you are passionate What happens is an inner glow comes out inside of you and men see it and they go, oh my God, I got to meet that woman because you look exciting. You're happy. You're having fun in your life. And a man is like the icing on the cake for you. Whereas when you come across as my life sucks, unless I get the guy, (laughs) (laughs) it's a whole different way of your energy being put out there. It doesn't matter what age you are. That's definitely truth. There's truth to that for sure. That's an amazing point that I do think that there's a lot of times men and women They live their life according to the love that they have from others romantically. And they put that first priority as opposed to focusing on you, getting you right. And then when it comes along, perfect, it's a great fit. And what also happens, which is a real problem, is when we get into relationships, we give up the things that made us most passionate. Mm. And what ends up happening is we take on the man's stuff and his activities and his friends, and we give up a lot of our own stuff. And we stop being so interesting because what attracts a man to you initially is what lights your fire, what lights your inner glow. And it's the passions you've created in your own life. He loves that. Right. That's a great point. Great point. So Lisa, I want to jump into our power section if you don't mind. Sure. A little bit more about you. What's one book that you've read that has had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? The Power of the Subconscious Mind, because that book, I think the author is Joseph Murphy. Okay. The reason I love that book is I have a belief that what we focus on is what comes into our lives. So we can either be problem-focused in our lives or we can be solution-focused in our lives. Right. Many of us are very much problem-focused because it's easier to complain than it is to look at all the solutions and all the possibilities. Right. Because as much as we want to succeed, we're actually afraid in many ways of success. Mm. It's easier to stay where we are even though we're not happy We know it. It feels like an old, warm blanket to us. Right. So this book 
gives you positive ways to look at life and different ways to look at life so that you start focusing on what you want and you stop focusing on the problems that are creating what you don't want. Right, right. Okay, great. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? Well, I have to say truthfully, my children first, (laughs) because that's just like the most amazing experience in the world. The second thing is creating a business from scratch. I had an idea and people said to me, are you crazy? You know, what are you going to do with this? How are you going to make it work? And I had such a passion to help women find love because I know the difference it's made in my life. Right. And I know women really want this and nobody is born with dating skills. And especially women my age, we really didn't date. We sort of just hung out in college or high school or after work. And you got to know someone that way. And then it sort of just came together. It wasn't like we went on dates and tried to make decisions about people on a first date, which, by the way, is also one of the biggest failures with dating at any age. Is making a decision about them on the first date? Yes, because you don't know anything about someone on a first date. Most people, the only thing you know is whether you are chemically attracted to them. And for women especially, that attraction level can grow as you get to know a man. And on a first date, people are very awkward. (laughs) And so somebody who might have a great personality can be so shy on that first date. Right. It just doesn't show up. So that's another reason for failure. My business is probably the greatest accomplishment because I've written my book that's helped so many women. I've coached so many women in privately and in groups and I've just really helped women around the world and that makes me feel good especially when women write to me and say you made such a difference in my life I found the guy because now I know how to speak the language men speak or I found the guy because you just showed me how to get there and that's just it we don't know how to get there how to get the guy we really don't you're not born with that skill. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> and Lisa, are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Maybe a morning routine, something daily, weekly? Yeah. Yeah. So in the mornings, every morning I journal. I am a real big believer in seeing things in black and white. It's not necessarily the color black and white because I love to journal with different color pens. It's just, I just think that when you see it in the written form or printed out from a computer, it makes a huge difference. Like when I teach women about what kind of man would make them happy, we create what's called a quality man template. And it consists of uh, these areas of your deal breakers, your warning signs, because we date the same man over and over again until someone shows us we're doing this. We don't even realize it. Right. And I help women see that it has the values you want in a man, the qualities you want in a man, how you want to feel around a man, your short-term goals, your long-term goals, like, you know, short-term being like having fun, long-term being commitment or marriage or whatever your long-term goal is. I have women print that out. And when they go on a date, I tell them, look at this. You have to look every day because you're not going to find all this out on the first date. So it's the same reason of what I do in my own life every morning. I journal because, number one, we as women, we need to get all these zillion thoughts we have in our head out of our head so that more can come into us. We need a place to dump. 
And when you're single and you don't have someone at the end of the day to share your life with, you need that place to dump. Now, I do have a great relationship in my life, but I began journaling about 25 years ago, and I just still feel it helps me get clarity. It helps me see things differently because our mind plays games with us. Mm -hmm. We don't see it as clearly as when we write it down. Just something happens in that. So I journal every morning. And then the other thing I do with that is I I put down my three most important things I want to accomplish that day. I feel we need direction in our lives. I used to just kind of let my life happen. And then nothing really happens when you let your life happen. You really need to have focus on where you want to go. And I created those by thinking about the four most important things in my life. You know, how my business was going to go, how my spiritual side was going to go, how my relationships were going to go. And I guess it's three things. And then every day I try and accomplish something in each of those areas because it's just really important. Mm, I love that. It's been such an honor to have you on the show. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you'd want to say or share with us today? Well, if you're out there dating, get help from someone. If I resonate with you, great. Find me at findthequalityman.com. You can, you can find me there and you can get a free report, The Five Little Known Secrets for Finding Quality Men. Or find a coach. I I work with women over 50, but if you're in your 20s and 30s, find a coach in your 20s and 30s. It really helps getting the right information and the right support because we go out to our girlfriends and we tell them what's going on and our single girlfriends are usually struggling with dating themselves and our married ones have no clue. Right. Um, what's going on. So I would say get support in some way from a professional. The other thing is really come to a place of feeling good about you. Nobody tells us good things every day about ourselves. So you might want to keep a list of the ways you either helped people that day or what you felt good about that day about yourself. Because with no one telling you this, it makes your self-esteem plummet. You just don't recognize your value. You think you know it, but you really don't. And I see it over and over again in the way that women date or live their lives. So really come to get this deeper understanding of how awesome you are and then an understanding of men because this you can use in every area of your life. Men speak a different language. Mm, And I love teaching women about this. They don't hear the language women speak. And as a result, we have a huge disconnect in all areas, whether it's in business, whether it's with our fathers, our sons, you know, any male person that you're dealing with. If you don't speak the language, it's very hard to get them to step up and to be there for you. Right. Absolutely. Lisa, thank you again so much. I know you mentioned a little bit earlier in the episode, but how do we stay connected to you and support you? Website, anything, your book that we can grab? Sure. My book is on Amazon, The Winning Dating Formula for Women Over 50. 
I've had married people and single people and people younger than 50 read it. It's really helpful. And that quality man template I talked about is in there as well. If you want more support, come to findaqualityman.com. Get the free report, The Five Little Known Secrets for Finding Quality Men. I have different products. I do coaching, one-on-one and groups. I also have a do-it-yourself kind of coaching program. It depends on where you are in your life as to what you need. And if you want to set up a complimentary time to talk to me about how you want to find love in 2016, there's a place that you go on the website under one-on-one coaching. It's in the navigation bar. But also you can see on there, one of my favorite things is, is I write for Huffington Post as well. And I my very first article, I wrote it about Katie Couric. This is before she got married. And we have on there the little blurb where she talks about how upset she is by this Huffington Post article that appeared about her. And she's talking to the millionaire matchmaker, Patty Stanger. Mm. And Patty happened to actually agree with me. It's a fun thing. It's on my website. You can see that too. And so that's pretty much how you can get in touch with me. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you find love as well. Thank you, Ned. That was wonderful being here. Thank you. That is the end of our episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can post it on social media and help us spread the word. If you aren't already, you can follow me, Natalina, the host and founder of Rise Up For You, all over social media at Rise Up For You. You'll find us on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. There's something new and different on every network, so be sure to check us out. There's a ton of empowering information that is being spread through our media outlets, and we want to make sure that you get the full benefits of it. Thank you again for joining. We will see you next episode. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.